Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, MMA Complete Episode 8 is the first episode under the new moniker. Um, you didn't say Boom or Live. And Boom or Live. Okay. Now you know. Alright. All right. Um, so, yeah, we're recording this on September 18th. It's actually going to be dropping September 18th. We are currently one day away from the big UFC fight night, which is main evented by Colby Covington and Tyron Woodley. There's also several other fights on the card. That Four are good important. fights on the card. Four really good fights. Before we get into that, we have two announcements. One, uh, we missed last week, so there's a couple fights we haven't gone over real quick. Um... Overeem beats Akai, and Ovin St. Prue beat Alonzo Minefield in the two top fights for the last fight night, or should I say two fight nights ago. Um, Michelle Watterson beat Angela Hill, and we had the emergence of a new lightweight contender. Who's 13-0? Who is now 13-0. I, I in a stacked lightweight division already, mm-hmm. which is insane. This division is crazy. And that's Atman Azatar. Uh, and he beat Kama Worthy. Kama Worthy's a vet. He, uh, he, like, he fought, like, BJ Penn back in the day. Like, he's been yeah. in the UFC for a while. Yeah. So we had those two fights. Um, and then the other big announcement is that MMA Complete will be taking our podcast to live streaming, and we will also be doing it from Legendary Boxing yes. in yes. Providence. Oh, yes. Uh, that's going to be an insane week. Um, so... Should we say about, uh, is the, uh guest for sure or should we just wait until that yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna wait i, I wouldn't that. yeah um, i think we should we well will, we are gonna have a guest but so we we're just gonna, can't say who so we're gonna be having guests um just about every week we're probably gonna have multiple from what i've heard uh my boss is gonna be trying to like pack the gym for us yeah so which is a little nerve-wracking a little nervous but yeah, a little bit it's cool though it's really cool yeah and so well talking in front of people it's like a big thing for me, so that'll mm-hmm. be that'll be interesting. So this is the last week that MMA Complete will be coming to you pre-recorded at our normal time of Friday at five o'clock. That's been our schedule for the last several weeks. This is the eighth episode. I think it's been every episode. Um, next week, until the foreseeable future, we'll be live streaming at eight p.m. Thursday nights, and we'll be going for an hour. Yeah. So What's the time. I was just thinking. That's. Right when football starts Thursday. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we'll have a TV up. We'll definitely yeah, yeah, be able yeah. to watch it. Dude, it's the Jets. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. Weekend, yeah, right? I'm not worried about the game. I'm just worried about right. a lot of people going to be watching the game. You know? I'm sure they will. We actually, um, we have another podcast that starts this week, actually. So, it's actually, it, it started yesterday. It's Title Town Podcast. It's a podcast about all Boston sports. Um... Hosted by Nick LeBlanc. Definitely check that out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We <clears> did be, that. We did yeah, that. He was in the debate with us. Yep. So that live stream would be coming to you at 7 p.m. every Thursday. And then 8 p.m. we will be doing MMA complete live stream at the boxing gym. Definitely give us a look next week. Uh, I know everybody's going to be wanting to watch football. Everybody's dying to watch the Jaguars, Dolphins. I don't think anyone... I think, I think that'll actually benefit us. So... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? All right, I know we're talking about UFC, but who's winning that? Dolphins. Dolphins? Yeah, Dolphins. Even though the Colts just lost. Yeah. yeah. I think, but yeah, so um, definitely check us out next week. Uh, everybody that has supported us so far, thank you again. It's been it's been a really fun come up the first two months of this podcast. Oh, yeah. We're only getting bigger. We're only getting better. 
Uh, right, it's a work, it's right a work in. in progress, like everything is. But that, that's enough of an introduction. Four minutes on the intro. That's way longer than any other. <laughs> it's usually like thirty seconds. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. Covington Woodley UFC fight night. The last fight night before UFC two fifty three. You like Covington, I like Woodley. Mm-hmm. I like Woodley too, but I just think Covington's better. I think Covington's the second best welterweight in, in the world. Yeah, I just think the next fight. The next fight would be Woodley and Usman. That that makes sense. I really think Woodley's gonna win this fight. Well, Dana White's a genius. Well, Woodley lost to Usman decisively about a year and a half ago, maybe two years. And then in Usman's next fight was Covington, and Covington did better against Usman. And then Woodley fought Gilbert Burns in May. He got killed by Gilbert Burns. And now Gilbert Burns fighting for the title. So I think, honestly, I think the winner of this fight probably fights the winner of Masvidal Diaz. And that mm. winner Is that gets for the, belt? the title shot. Is that for the bad, baddest motherfucker? <laughs> like, does it matter? Heard, does no, it matter? Well, Dana White came out with uh, like one of the things I follow on Twitter, MMAfighting.com. It is uh, it's a second account on Twitter. And then they said uh, Dana White came out and talked to Masvidal and that he wants to defend the belt against somebody. You know how stupid that is? I know. It is the most pointless belt in UFC history. It, it is nothing but just something to put on the card to try to get more people to watch. That's all it is. And it worked. It did, it, but it the worked. first fight was so anticlimactic that yeah. it's almost more of a joke. Yeah. I don't think it he would He won be... the baddest motherfucker belt by a doctor stoppage. Yeah. When Nate Diaz didn't even want to stop. Yeah. The Rock put the belt around his waist and got booed. <laughs> All right, like it, it, there's absolutely no sense. And by the way, if we're if that's an actual belt, Kamaru Usman should have that belt now. He beat Masvidal. Yeah, true. That that though, if it was just like a like we're talking about like UFC cards, so what if that that belt can never be like that? Uh, the main fight so of that the night. First, it would have to be a, a different yeah. fight above that. So yeah. the first title in UFC history, back in UFC 3, yeah. or 4 maybe, was the UFC Super Fight title. Or the UFC Super Fight yeah. Championship. Okay. Ken Shamrock was the first person to win it when he won the first ever Super Fight, Ken Shamrock versus Hoist Gracie. Yeah. Um, Everyone, If you don't know who Hoist Gracie is... Why are you listening to this? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who you are. Go go like, look at go look go at some old YouTube. UFC. Go to YouTube. I don't. It's he's the whole reason why there's grappling. He's the whole reason why the UFC has become a sport. Exactly. He is. And the it's Godfather. not even him. It's not even him. It's his family. Do you know the real story about Hoist Gracie? We can get into this real quick. I don't know if I've told you this about how Hoist Gracie's the worst fighter of all of his brothers. He's the worst. And his dad put him there because he's so small. He thought that it would be the best example of showing why Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is as great as it is. Yeah. His brother Hickson Gracie is like. What's up? You left this up there. His brother Hickson Gracie is widely thought of as the best mixed martial artist of all time. Yeah. So imagine Hoist Gracie. Why now? Why didn't Hickson Gracie go into the MMA? There's there's two different arguments for that. Okay. Joe Rogan and Big John McCarthy talk about it on his podcast. Right, the first 
The first is that Hoist is just a better example. Hickson's 6'2", 190, huh. and Hoist is 5'6", 140. And in, Ho- and Hoist fucked up every six-footer that was at that yeah, first tournament. Yeah, that's So that's just a better your... example yeah, of you... how it's a great fight yeah. style. If you go on YouTube, that's mostly like what you're going to see is him fucking up people that are tower over him. Yeah. And he literally beats him. And beats that goes back to what we were saying earlier about how being small and grappling can help you. Yeah. Yeah, like my mom was. My mom's gonna start training, and her friend's four eleven. She's a red belt, and she beats up dudes grappling. You know what I mean? So I, I can definitely see how being small can so benefit you. The other debate was that Hickson, he just wanted. He like would not fight unless he got paid. Mm. Paid, like he was the first. I, I think it was Strike Force. I think he fought in Strike Force a couple times. And he was like the marquee guy, and then they kicked him out because he was beating everybody, and they like yeah. needed more competition or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, it was just um, too easy for him. Imagine that you're in a professional sport, and they don't want you to fight because you just too you're good. you're too good. Yeah, it's um, like not even fun to watch. So we've talked about the Machados a little bit, but the Machados are another mixed martial art yeah. family from way back that are really impressive. Hicks and Gracie fought John Jock Machado, who is the who is. John, uh, Eddie Bravo's coach, like the first person that ever trained Eddie Bravo, was John Jock Machado. Are you saying Hickson or Rickson? It's Rickson. It, Rickson. It's, it's pronounced Hickson. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is like he beat every single person. Is a Brazilian ninth degree red belt. Ninth degree. Ninth He's degree. gotten eight black belts. <laughs> ninth degree red belt. Now, you could also say that's because his family invented the martial mm-hmm. art that he trains. He's also born on, he's, well, Thanksgiving changes, but he's all, he's born on Thanksgiving, November 21st. Mm-hmm. November 21st, 1958. National affiliation, Brazil. Have you ever heard of Hoyler Gracie? Um, I have, I just don't know. Like, Hoyler Gracie? Obviously, I've heard about There's him, like five brothers. He's so five Hoyler, too. So Hoyler's somewhere around the, the middle brother. But Hoyler Gracie was the first Gracie to lose a jiu-jitsu match in the United States. And he lost it to Eddie Bravo. Dude, I'm looking at this right now. And, you know, he's in uh, three movies. Who? Hickson? Yeah, Hickson Gracie. Choke, I think I've seen... Yeah. Choke, 1999. Chop Suey, 2001. What is this movie? It, it's just about karate, I bet. Jiu-jitsu, yeah. whatever. And uh, The Incredible Hulk, 2008. This guy was in The Incredible Hulk, dude. That's like, funny. what? Hang on. It's loading right now. This Wi-Fi sucks because it's so windy outside. It's, like, kind of cold out today. But, uh, yeah. He was in this movie. I can't remember how we got into the Gracie's. Oh, the super fight belt. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, in my opinion, the BMF should never be defended again. The UFC should never talk about it again. I think it's a disgrace almost. Why? Because it is a sideshow belt just created. Oh, the bad motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I like Masvidal having a belt. You know what I mean? It's a way to put a belt on one of your most popular guys. Mm. Yeah. Very true. But like, <laughs> it's definitely a hype factor. That's exactly what it is. It brings attention. Absolutely, and it's you know unwarranted attention. Yeah. It's like it's the secondary belt of the UFC. 
Yeah, like there's no point to it. It's like an interim belt, but it's not even as good as an interim belt. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that fight's happening, I believe, UFC 255, Masvidal Diaz. Yeah, I am still trying to figure out how this guy is connected to the Hulk. <laughs> I do not get it. But, uh... Um... I think... Nate Diaz... Jorge is going to win that. Masdal is going to win that. That is a, uh... I think he's just too fast, dude. He's faster than him. I mean, Nate Diaz has the better pace, obviously, because that's what he's known for. He's just going to literally just try and punch him as much as he can and tire him out, but... And what's if he can submit him and get him on the ground, Masvidal has his fight. Masvidal Diaz has not been scheduled. It's being... Contact it's going to get him. scheduled by the end of 2020, but it's going to be before the BMF belt. Okay. So dumb. So that means Jorge's going to fight twice. Hmm? It is... Oh, it's going to be for yeah. the belt? Okay, I thought you said it's not going to be for the no, belt. No, it is. Yeah. Um... I'm so thirsty right now. All right, let's get back to the card. So, Kobe Covington, Tyron Woodley. Um, we just talked about how Woodley... I think we talked about that for only two minutes. <laughs> and then we got into some shit. Well, we just talked about how Woodley just fought in May. He lost. Kobe hasn't fought since, like, last November. I think it's been yeah. just about a year. It might be more than a year. I can't remember. Um, I like Tyron Woodley. So, Tyron Woodley is six years older. He has a two-inch reach advantage. We like we, we like reach advantages too. Yeah, but two inch doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't really matter. But if it's like six, eight, eight inch, like uh, out of Sonya. All right, so let me let me give you Colby's record real quick. Since 2017, Colby is on. Colby went on a five-fight win streak, and then he lost to Usman. Colby Covington beat Donghyun Kim. Okay, Damian Maya. Best grappler in the world, but stand up, that... not so much. Okay. Well, how did that fight? How did that fight uh, play out? Uh, three round unanimous decision. Oh, okay. So that did. Did he get taken to the ground at all? Did he? Did he? Let's see. Takedowns. Damian Maya was zero for thirteen. Covington was zero for zero. Wow. So Covington's defense was good. Covington is one of the well, best that... wrestlers. I correction. Damian Maya is the best jujitsu artist probably in the world like literally yeah kobe Covington's one of the best wrestlers in the world okay not name like brock lesnar <laughs> yeah, or kamar usman kamar usman's probably better than him honestly now yeah i think brock different division it is but like as far as divisions go like brock lesnar's the best heavyweight of all time for grappling steroids yeah but he like yeah but if we ran down that rabbit hole then yeah 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 we can go about yeah so can I get you to back up just a little bit? Yeah. Sorry. You're good. Um, and then he beat... Well, usually I'm sitting way over here. Yeah. And then he beat Rafael Dos Anjos in 2018. Three-fight win streak. And then he beat Robbie Lawler last year. Five-round decision. That was a decimation, too. Like a fucking slaughter. It was like 148 to like 40. You just can't finish, guys, huh? He doesn't, he doesn't need to finish, guys. No, I know, but like he just doesn't finish them. When's the last time he had a finish? That's a great question. 
Like all these are like their unanimous decision. He this not thing. his last finish. He had two finishes in the beginning of 2016 against no namers, and then it's been decisions on all these. Yeah, I really like Woodley, dude. I really do. And then he beat Kamar, and then he lost to Kamar Usman in such a close fucking fight. Yeah. All right, well, now let's look at Woodley. Woodley's old. Woodley's 38. All right, yeah, so he but... lost to Gilbert Burns five round unanimous decision in May, at the end of May. Uh, March of last year was his first fight. Before that, he lost to Usman five round decision. Before that, he beat Darren Till, Damian Maya, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Drew with Thompson, beat Robbie Waller, beat Kelvin Gastelum, beat Dong Hyun Kim. His last loss was to Rory McDonald in June of 2014. Besides Usman and Burns, so I really like Woodley, and I think that I, know I think his prime's so past him, dude. I yeah. think he's so past him. So like. He won the title in 2015 when he was 33 years old. Yeah. And he beat a couple good people. But, like, he has not won a fight since September of 2018. Where he submitted Darren Till. And Darren Till's last fight in welterweight. Hmm. Yeah, but things haven't really been going too well for Darren Till either. No, he's not. Darren Till has another fight scheduled. Who the hell is that? I Does forgot he? about that. Yeah. I don't know if it's scheduled yet. It's in the works. Yeah. There's so many of those right now. I like how Tyron, he's a he's a wrestler too, so. Right, he is wrestler a wrestler, but, wrestler but, but, but Colby is. Right. Yeah. Wrestler against wrestler. That's Colby's taller. Yeah, he's like one inch, right? I don't know. Look at this. Look at the weigh-in. 11 minutes ago. Like, it was literally 11 minutes ago. They stared down. Tito, Tito Ortiz called Tyron Woodley a terrorist out of Kobe Covington UFC fight. What? Yeah, Kobe's doing that for publicity. Kobe is in the no, UFC Tito, media. Tito Ortiz calls Tyron Woodley. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Tito. Tito needs to shut the fuck up. Dude, Kobe's like a couple inches taller than this dude. But Tyron nah, Woodley looks so. relaxed. Look at doesn't he look like a couple inches taller than him? Yeah, I mean, like two, maybe three. Yeah. But like, the tail of the tape. Tyron Woodley's only 5'9". Yeah, like this fight's gonna go to a decision. Like a hundred percent. Like we should bet the over on we this, We should bet honestly. the, yeah. I didn't even think I, of that. I, I, you, um, you just brought it up. But like... I would give Tyron Woodley has he definitely has more of a potential for a one shot knockout. He's more powerful, yeah. but Colby's the better striker. You know, it's like Apollo Costa Adesanya. It's yeah. almost like that, just yeah. not quite to that level at all. Yeah. What's impressive is the is the o uh, o for thirteen takedowns against one of the greatest jiu jitsu guys in the world, which is kind of crazy. It's really impressive. That's that's that's. Let's look at the, that's the tail, one thing that's right, kind of so crazy. Tail of the tape for Woodley's last fight against Burns three months ago. Woodley was twenty. He landed sixty five of a hundred strikes. That's to, okay. It's not great. To Gilbert Burns, hundred fifty six to two of two eleven. 
That's really good. Uh, that's really good. Significant that's strikes, really good. 28 to 83. Woodley was 0 for 3 in takedowns. Gilbert Burns was 2 for 8. So, got fucked up. <laughs> got fucked up. Yeah, man. I'm, like, I'm already a big advocate. I'm going to take these off. Oh, I can't. Fuck. All right. I'm a, big, I'm, a big, I'm a big advocate for guys that have... The really good guys that are out for a year then they come back in their mm. first fight and they're probably going to win mm. um, I don't like if Woodley wins this fight I would be amazed because that's a late career resurgence yeah yeah no I definitely see what you're doing it's just like how's Covington going to bounce back you know what I mean I think he's going to do well I think he's going to do well. He is tough as nails. Yeah. I, I, I would rather... Rankings I would are. rather bet on Woodley just because of the numbers more than Covington. I yeah, would because, like take, I would because like Woodley's an underdog. And Woodley, yeah. he's not bad. He no, definitely he's not is. bad. But I think you're right. I think the smart don't bet on any of them and bet the over. Yeah, I think I think Covington is going to take a fifth round, maybe split decision, but probably unanimous. All right, oh, next fight. Oh, yeah, Covington over. Okay, you've got. All right, I'll change. Covington over. Next fight, Donald Cerrone, Cowboy, the UFC coming back, fighting his first fight since fight Connor. For, for, since Conor McGregor, I uh, I don't know, and it's also he's one fight. Oh no, I'm wrong. Uh, Donald Cerrone lost to Anthony Pettis in May. Oh. So he's on a two-fight losing streak. Okay. But Anthony Pettis is good. <laughs> Anthony Pettis is good, but he was much, much better. Like, he's not what he used to be. Yeah. You want to hear... He's been around for a while. You want to hear Donald Cerrone's last four fights? Yeah. Going back to June of 2018, 2019. Tony Ferguson. Wow. Knocked out in the last second of round two. Cerrone got knocked out. Justin Gagey lost in the last minute of round one. Conor McGregor <laughs> lost in the first minute of round one. And then Anthony Pettis. He, he only fights good guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nico Price just lost. Yeah. I think if Donald Cerrone was to win a fight, it would be this fight. Donald Cerrone comes in with a one-inch height advantage and a three-inch reach disadvantage. And I'm only saying that because this guy that he's facing is nowhere near the competition that he's just faced. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. They're not even in the same fucking room, dude. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Nico Price has beaten a lot of mid-carters. But that's kind of where Donald Cerrone is right now. Like, he's old, and plus... I'm pretty sure 37. After this fight, dude, I'm pretty sure he's tied with the most fights in the UFC. Oh, no, he already has the most. He has the most fights and most finishes oh, in the is? UFC history. Okay. Yeah, he has like 24 fights in the UFC. Yeah. Okay. Like some stupid. Um, another way you could take that, though, is that Donald Cerrone hasn't won a fight since May of last year. He's 0 for 4 in his last four. Yeah. I, you really don't see a lot of guys lose five fights in a row. 
I mean, the kind of fighter he is, where he's just a big name, he's just trying to get fights, like, he kind of do, like, Anderson Silva did it. Plus 125, too. I, I, I like, I, I think it's going to be Cerrone. So, alright, so that was 24, 23. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to say about it. Like, Nico Price, I'm kind of confused as to why this fight got made. Why is like, there a carrot on your screen? Because I accidentally clicked Fruity Loops. Oh. <laughs> Um. Oops, play some beats. Nah. <laughs> uh, They're gonna hear my beats in the intro anyway. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh. Yeah. Who else is on this card? All right. So after, damn it, I I need to back out all these. Uh. Then we got the big fights. You know what? We're gonna skip that one. We got Johnny Walker making a very it's kind of going under the radar but he's like I'm really excited for his return because he was supposed to be the next big thing and then he lost and he hasn't fought for like a year and you really like fighters that haven't fought in a year <laughs> I do say? it depends on who they are like if they're really good then yeah, yeah 100% alright so Johnny Walker beat Oh, so he has lost two in a row. So Johnny Walker's coming off losses to Corey Anderson, who's number four in the light heavyweight, and Nikita Krylov, who's like number seven in light heavyweight. Um, but he is like, he's brutal. He's brutal. He's 6'5". He has a huge reach. He's definitely having the reach advantage in this fight. Let me check that. He has... A three-inch reach advantage and a one-inch height advantage over Ryan Span. Ryan Span is nothing to scoff about. He's one of the best in the world too. Let me see. Ryan Span is ranked 12. Johnny Walker is ranked 11 right now in the light heavyweight division. Hmm. Interesting. So that, like, like I wouldn't be surprised to see a vicious head kick knockout in the first round, like something like that. Yeah. And you like Johnny Walker? I do. He's he's unconventional. Like, he'll be standing with you, and then he'll just throw he some a different wild style. shit. Yeah. So you... Yeah, style. Like, kind of like an Adesanya type of style. Like, he's gonna nah. throw some wild shit. Nah. Adesanya... No, he's in another realm, but like... like Almost. He's a kickboxer, so yeah. yeah. He has a similar style. Alright, and then we're getting to the bread and butter. We have the return of the biggest hype train not named Sean O'Malley in the UFC, Kamza Kamaev. Kamza Kamaev, if you're unfamiliar with who this is, he is 26 years old. He's been in the UFC for two years. He is 3-0 in the UFC. Over quarantine, I believe it was May-ish, yeah. right? It was Ten like days. May. He had two appearances in two back-to-back -back fight nights. Or it was a pay-per-view and then a fight night. And within 10 days, he got two wins in a row. Mm -hmm. First fighter to ever do that. And not only that, but they were two absolutely dominant victories i believe absolute no-namers right yeah let me get the actual total right now yeah. all right so he beat john phillips and rice mckee yeah. rice mckee's a little bit like he's a no-namer but he he has some substance yeah. to him yeah joe schmo yeah right everyone right. knows a joe schmo so in his latest victory at ufc fight night 174 which is july 25th um he outstruck his opponent 68 to 0. What and is it? 
68 to 0. In the fight before that, he outstruck his opponent 124 to 2. I think that's some dominant wins. That's I don't know about you. 192 <laughs> to 2. But you've said this, he's only been hit twice. He's been hit twice. What is this guy What 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 credibility does this guy have to go up against a vet? Why is he going to kill this guy? And so he will be fighting Gerald Mearshart, who is a UFC vet. Um, who ha- Mearshart has a two-and-a-half-inch reach advantage. Yeah. Mearshart is coming off a loss to Ian Heinich, who is a very respectable middleweight, top 15 middleweight. Yeah. Before that, he had a victory against Darren Wynn, and in 2019... He had a win and a loss. So he's shaky, but he is a vet going against a relatively unproven, but a guy with a high ceiling. Yes. You know, Kamayev totally could dominate Mearshart yeah, just as easily as he did the other, but it's probably not going to happen. I would, well, I'm taking the underdog. I like the underdog. This, we're not going to get into specifics. I know, but I know, but the underdog in this fight, I would put the deed on your house. The underdog this in this fight has the most underdog odds of anybody in this yeah. card and it's a pretty big margin yes. like tyron woodley has the second most and it's m- way more than tyron woodley yeah so that fight's interesting yeah. um like i would if you want to turn a little bit into a lot i would give a 50 50 chance to yeah. who wins that fight yeah. but the odds are so against Mearshard that it you just might as well. Yeah, you might as well. Right? And that's all we got to say about that. Because <laughs> um, we can't get into it, but yeah. one day. And then, where are we at so far? We're at like 30. Yeah, we're at 30. So we can kind of just go over some more fights. We can go over Adesanya a little bit. We're going to go over UFC 253 a little bit. If you want to hear more, definitely come and check out the podcast next week where that's all we will be talking about. We will be deciding. Yeah, we'll be dissecting every single fight. Dissecting. I I, I think mine's a little bit deciphering. (laughs) Deciphering. Yeah. Um. All right. Next week is the UFC pay per view UFC two fifty three that's pitting. I would say probably the biggest rivalry in the MMA right now. Paul Costa. Paul Costa Adesanya. It's probably the biggest rivalry. The hype's real. It's the, the biggest the tension, ri- You can feel the it's tension. It's the biggest rivalry between people who haven't fought yet. Yeah. You know, because you have like, you got like Khabib Connor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Khabib Tony is another one, but that probably will never happen now. No. Um, what's he got? Like John Jones DC, but that's done. Stipe DC's done. It's probably the biggest. It's probably the, the biggest. Right yeah, no, you're definitely right. It's the biggest rivalry. Like, I'm trying to think. Who's the lightweight check? Uh, Volkanovski Holloway is a good one. There's not really a lot of animosity right now. Maybe Colby Covington, Usman. If Colby wins and they want to give him a title shot at Usman, you will see a parade of social media <laughs> rants and disrespectful, disrespectful shit thrown to Usman down. like you've never seen before. Oh, yeah. Like, he will be, if if Kobe Covington wins, I bet he's, like, in the corner of Trump at his debate in a week. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the kind of yeah. shit that or he would do. he's on the do. podcast with Joe Rogan. Yeah. With him. That, so, that should be a thing. Never mind. Get so, like, and it's not even the most, it's not even the most interesting fight on the card, Adesanya Costa. 
We're going to crown okay. a new light heavyweight champ. I know, dude. The next... Oh, it's so crazy, this next... All right, so we're going to go over Adesanya <sighs> Costa first. Uh, we've talked about this in depth over the last couple weeks. We'll go over it real quick. Because the hype is so real, and we've um, been dying to watch it. The movie. first UFC title fight between undefeated fighters in, like, six years. Adesanya 19-0, Paulo Costa 13-0. Adesanya is 6'4", 185. Paulo Costa is 6'1", 185. Paulo Costa has like 40 pounds of muscle more than Adesanya. I don't know if that's a true stat. It's probably wrong. It looks like it. But he's, yeah. It's polar opposites. It's skinny dude versus the most swole dude in the UFC. Yeah. Dude, one punch. That's what's that's what's the scariest thing. Here's the biggest one punch, thing. His neck is so thin. Here's the biggest thing. Adesanya has an eight-inch reach advantage. Yeah. That's huge. He can keep his distance huge. and he can control it with his legs. Not only that, Adesanya has one of the best takedown defenses in the UFC. Adesanya has the most creative stand-up game in the UFC. And Creative kicks. Dude's lost maybe two rounds in his career. He's lost one fight. He has not lost a fight. Adesanya? Eight years ago. That's kickboxing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> He was 75-4 and four at kickboxing. Yeah. Now he's 19-0 at UFC. Um, Paulo Costa is a beast. Paulo Costa is a beast. He's a tank. He hasn't been stopped. Romero put up a really good fight. That was a split decision victory. Um, Romero did way better against Costa than he did against Adesanya. And then Costa also... Costa's beat... I can't remember who's Costas B, dude. I was we were talking about this like last week, and I can't even fucking remember. Alright. I don't so, even remember us talking about it, so what's that say? <laughs> so Paulo Costa. He beat Yoel Romero August of last year. He hasn't fought in a year. Because he was supposed to get what you know how Romero just had the title fight? He was that was supposed to be Paulo Costa. But three weeks before that fight went down, Paulo Costa got surgery on his bicep. Hmm. So he was just out. Huh. And that's why Romero stepped in. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You just like, yeah, I'm just deciding to get... I mean, we, yeah. I, now this is all coming back to me. So, Paulo Costa. Hmm. Paulo Costa beat Johnny Hendricks, who was a former welterweight champ. The only person in UFC history that has a legitimate claim to should have beaten George St. Pierre. Yeah. Johnny Hendricks got robbed from a victory of George St. Pierre. Mm. Beat him seven years after his prime. Like, he was not good at all. Paulo Costa just beat the shit out of him. Okay. And then you beat Uriah Hall. That's respectable. Uriah Hall's good. He's, you know, he's okay. top ten. And then Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero is his best fight, definitely. If you're top ten, you're good. Right. Yo, yeah, and Yoel Romero's kind of like over the edge. That was, that's a good one. Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa landed less strikes than Rioel Romero in their fight. Less strikes. Hmm. So that's interesting. That is interesting. And Why did he win? Kind of... Is there takedowns or more significant? Romero had a takedown. Costa didn't. They both had a drop. It's just judges. Yeah. Opinions. That is weird. Okay. Adesanya meaning well. Adesanya's. <laughs> Adesanya's beaten Brad Tavares, Derek Brunson. Anderson Silva, Kelvin Gastelum, Robert Whitaker, Annual Romero. 
That's a good resume. It's a really good resume. Adesanya way past his prime. Um, but like all those other guys are good. The Romero fight has an asterisk because Romero just didn't want to step to him. Yeah, because he knew he was gonna get fucking kicked. But honestly, I think the only way you beat Adesanya, you bring the fight to him. Like you have an eight inch reach disadvantage, dude. You better bring it. But close. that's what Derek Brunson did. Derek Brunson has a very similar build to Costa. Yeah. Costa's bigger. But Brunson, Brunson got knocked out in the first round because he went to throw a haymaker and got caught with a little uppercut. Just tapped him. Perfect place. Knocked him out. Um, fucked up Robert Whitaker. Fucked him up. Yeah. One of the best knockouts last year. It was like a fucking combo. They were both throwing shit. And then Addison just hits an uppercut as Whitaker's like leaning in. Done. So... I mean, you know, we've talked about this in depth already. We're not going to get too... We've already we've said everything we need to already, but we're not going to get too much more into it because we got next week. <laughs> um, I guess we can just end it with Blackowitch versus Santos. Um, okay, Reyes. Blackowitch versus Reyes. Reyes. Yeah. And you like Dominic Reyes. I do. I like Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes is the heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. Dominic Reyes is like minus 360. But, like, Blackowitch is a wild card. Is that the guy? Who's that guy? Jan Blackowitch. Yeah. Jan Blackowitch. Did he just fight recently? I don't think so. Um, He might have, though. He's definitely fought more recently than any of the other way heavyweights mm. um, up there. Because not only do we have Reyes Bla- Blackowitch beat... Corey Anderson in February. So it's pretty recent. Okay. Blackwich is 37. He is, he's going to have a one-inch reach advantage over the 30-year-old Dominic Reyes. Same height. Mm. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Dominic Reyes was the closest man to ever come to beating John Jones. You know, it happened a couple years after his prime, sure. Yeah. But still... But this is the big reason why we like him is because of that, that, that resume of him going the distance with John Jones and almost beating he him. Should have beat him. He and should have he, beat him. If Reyes would have beat John Jones, he'd be yeah. thirteen and zero right now. Yeah, that was his first loss. Yeah. So like, and, and the judges are obviously going to side with the champ, dude. You need to beat the champ. Right. You need, you need to, to beat finish. The champ. You, can't, you need the to champ. finish the champ to beat the champ. You need to have, and if it's going to be beat. a decision, it yeah. has to be Usman beating Woodley. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah, you have to give the decision to the champ. Mm-hmm. So that's why he lost. He could have fought. He did fight better than him, but you know, John Jones wins two rounds. He well, wins three. You still give it to John Jones. John Jones did win the last two rounds too, which is a big thing in championship fights. Championship mm-hmm. rounds are big. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you like, win two rounds against three, and you're the champion. You won the fight. You usually. You, oh yeah, you won the fight. You took on the competition. Yeah. You know what I mean. He um, came to you. you there's a lot of speculation that John Jones is moving to heavyweight to get better matchups, but it's also because he doesn't want to fight Reyes again. Because if John Jones That's would have stayed the uh, with the belt, Reyes would have got because a rematch. Ray, yeah. Hammer him. Put the deed. Put the deed. I um, think that should... If we were to put the start merch, mm-hmm. put the deed. Put the deed. And then... 
I this is gonna be a fight night at some point. I can't. I'm. It's definitely. It's obviously after this next pay per view. It's in between two fifty three and two fifty four. Two fifty four is November twenty first. Yeah. Uh, and that fight night is Glover Teixeira versus Tiago Santos. Yeah. So this fight, Dominic Reyes, Jan Blackwich. That's one versus three. Reyes one, Blackwich three. Santos versus Teixeira is Teixeira four, Santos two. So, we got a championship and a number one contender bout coming here. Yeah. So, the winner of those two are going to mix it up maybe by the end of the year. Probably not. No, nah, definitely not. It'll be the beginning of next year. Yeah. Um, and I got Tiago Santos, not all the way. And Tiago Santos might be able to beat the winner of Reyes Blackwood, too. I think Santos is the future of that division. Yeah. Tiago, he might, I don't know how old he is. So, you think Reyes is going to win this fight, but you think at some point if he faces Santos, Santos is going to beat him? Is that what you're saying? Probably. Okay. And I don't think they've fought yet. How old is Tiago Santos? That's what I want to look up okay. right now. Um, yeah, I th- that's definitely an interesting matchup for sure. I just... Uh, they've never fought. You gotta, They've never fought? No. Okay. Tiago Santos is going to be 36. It's a little old. I mean, it's old. not too old, but I mean, Tiago Santos, Tiago Santos beat Jan Blackwich February of last year, and then lost a split decision to John Jones in July of that year. I want to look at this fight. Hmm. Split decision, huh? Mm-hmm. John Jones was definitely getting nervous. Dude, John Jones, there's killers in this division now, though. The LA heavyweight division is starting to get back to yeah, what it was. That's why John Jones put on weight. He's running. He's running, dude. Wow. Holy shit. All right. John Jones, in his fight against Tiago Santos, was 59 of 90 for strikes. Tiago Santos was 43 of 166. Wow. That's good defense. That's really good defense by John Jones. Yeah. That's how John Jones fights, though. He doesn't take risks. He's just gonna, Not anymore. He's just going to win. I think he's running scared. Tiago Santos also tore his ACL and MCL in the first round of that fight and went five rounds. That's why he's taken so long to have another fight. You already know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Put the deed. Put the deed, bro. Put the deed. I think, you know who else is going to get mixed in with this light heavyweight uh, belt chase is that Rackage kid that be Anthony that's Smith. the one I, that's why I was getting confused Blackwich and Rackage Blackwich Rackage yeah Rackage that's the guy that just beat uh, Anthony Smith Anthony Smith yeah yeah he looks good he's young too he's like 25 yeah yeah he's definitely up and coming what is he ranked right now five five oh bro it goes Reyes Santos Blackwich to share a Rackage that's a strong top five for that that's, division. <laughs> that's that a scary a top five. Wrong top five. There's no champ right now. Yo, it would be so sick if there was like a fucking like a like kind of like a bracket, like a March Madness type of thing, like for the belt. For the light heavyweight belt, yeah, that would like be not cool. just not just yeah. Tiago Santos would be fighting Paul Craig in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. And we, Paul, dude, Paul Craig's a sleeper, honestly, dude. Paul Craig's 15 right now in the light heavyweight division. All right. 
That's about it. That's really wrapping it up. We want to leave some stuff for next week. Yeah, because we could. I, yeah, we could keep going all day. Um, I don't know why you'd be at this point and hadn't heard it by ne- had a, have not heard it by now. But if you haven't, check us out next week where we live stream to you guys from Legendary Boxing Gym in Providence, Rhode Island. That will be coming to you guys right after Title Town Showdown by Nick LeBlanc. Okay. Uh, both available through the SF. B-N-R-I website, or if you want to follow us on our social medias, we also post all of our podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, I don't know. <laughs> we don't really post half of those, I'm just... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Twitter, well, I only use Twitter, so... Yeah. Uh, anything? Anything, anything else? else? Uh, no, I'm pumped for next week. I think it's going to be... Um, yeah, I'm these, pumped, but I'm nervous. But it's these just next like, two weeks get the are gonna be big. Out. These next two weeks are gonna be big. Yeah, I'm pumped for the studio. I think it's lit. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and we can use gonna be using the gym, so I'm pumped. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lit. You guys get the benefit of watching us live stream at the beginning of going to this gym. Trust me, in a couple weeks we're gonna be swole. We're gonna be killers. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be killers. Yeah. I'm I'm working all day. All right. MMA complete episode eight. Logging out. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Check us out next week. Austin, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. All right. Later, guys. Hell yeah.